Day three of Carolina Hurricanes training camp just wrapped up moments ago, and we got to hear from Rod Brendamore and Seth Jarvis. Find out what they had to say following day three of training camp in this episode of Locked on Hurricanes. Your Locked on Hurricanes, your daily podcast on the Carolina Hurricanes. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, Kaniacs. I'm your host, Jared Ellis, and you're listening to Locked On Hurricanes on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And this episode is once again brought to you by the lovely folks over at Bet Online. BetOnline.net is where you can find your latest scores, podcasts, news, and whatever you need for your sports wagering information over at BetOnline.net, where the game starts. Now, folks, as always, don't forget to follow the show on social media at LO underscore Hurricanes, Twitter and Instagram, myself, Jared Ellis underscore 96. And most importantly, thank you for making Locked on Hurricanes your first listen of this Saturday morning. We've been talking a lot about training camp as of late. You know, we just had two episodes about day two of training camp. Also, you're know, talking about Calvin DeHaan, what he had to say following day one, anniversary patches getting unreleased. It's a busy, busy past couple of days, and it keeps coming, folks, because like I said, day three just wrapped up, and we got to hear from Seth Jarvis and Rod Brindamore following day three. So first, we will hear from the kid himself, Seth Jarvis. Which one? Uh, Which one? No. Uh, oh, maker. <laughs> Him? Yeah, he doesn't shut up. It's just nonstop talk. When he gets comfortable, like he's, yeah, it's just talk, talk, talk. How do you get him to stop? interrupt him i don't know, tell him to shut up i don't know i love it i i i just let him go on he's awesome so i love i love listening to what he has to say yeah i was listening to what you told me earlier did you say he makes tacos yeah tacos oh tacos yeah all day yeah well when he you know he invites me over for dinner sometimes he'll make specialties tacos he made me uh, pasta the other night, so he's expanding his range, but tacos is his specialty. Well, he's actually passing some confidence. We asked, we asked him who was, he thought was the most impressive training game so far, and he threw your name out there. I paid him to say that. Yeah, yeah, so Makes don't sense. listen to a word he says. <laughs> How are things going so far? Good. Yeah, I feel good out there. I feel like everything's back to where it needs to be, obviously. Uh, shaking off some of the summer summer habits you get so i think i've done a pretty good job of getting rid of them and uh yeah such as like just little things like you turn the puck over in summer you're not taking those three hard strides to get back or you're trying to force plays whereas here obviously you force plays you're not going to be you might be getting on roddy's bad side so uh yeah just getting that stuff out and getting back to playing the proper way and uh i feel like i've i've found that and i'm just excited to get preseason going Going back to KK a little bit too. Is this the year maybe that we see the real KK? Yeah. Oh yeah. He's going to have more minutes this year. Yeah. Yeah. He uh, he takes a lot of unnecessary slander. I think. I think he is 
an incredible player and someone that, uh, given the right role and with the, once he gains his level of confidence, I think in that role, I think he'll flourish. I think he's, he's got all the tools. He's got a quick, wicked shot, sees the ice well, his skating's improved, he's, he's big, he's strong. So, I mean, what more could you really ask for? So, I think, yeah, this year in an expanded role, I think he'll do, he'll do really well. Your season kind of ended, you know, more abruptly than you would have thought. How did that rehab kind of go for you after that big hit? Not great. I I was here for probably a week and a half or two weeks extra, just going to doctors every day and and people checking up on me and stuff. And then I went home, took like maybe a couple of days off, and I was like, okay, I want to go back to the gym to see how I feel. I went in the gym. The music was going the first. I walked in there. I was like, ah, this I can't be in here. Just the music was too loud. So I had to take another probably week and a bit off of just, uh, so like, I'd go for, like, walks or, like, I had a stationary bike, so I'd stationary bike a little bit and just in complete silence just because the stuff, the music and stuff kind of hurt my head. And then finally I was able to make it way back in the gym. And uh, honestly, right when I got back in there and I was comfortable with kind of the setting, like the music, everyone around, loud weights, stuff like that, I was able to kind of get into lifting and stuff right away. And uh, once I got probably a week of that and got comfortable and was like, okay, I'm back, I'm ready to go, it was smooth sailing from there on. You feel good now, though? Yeah, feel great. Feel uh, feel ready to go. You made that in this one. Is it yet or not? <laughs> oh, but I, I wish. I, uh, there's more than, there's, I went, we had the orthopedic checkup. There was a bunch of stuff going on up there that I didn't even know. So, I don't know what they're going to do. Hopefully, it gets straightened out. Yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe this is just it. Maybe this is my, <laughs> this is my thing. But, yeah, hopefully, I'll get straight teeth one of these days. <laughs> Yeah, so obviously Seth Jarvis, yeah, funny guy, funny kid. Uh, and yeah, a lot of good things to say about Jesper yeah, Kartanyemi, if you remember uh, in a previous episode, you know, uh, when we heard from him uh, following day two training camp, you know, he was saying, you know, he's expecting big things from Seth Jarvis this year. And yeah, you know, Jarvis uh, joked around that he paid him to say that. And yeah, stuff like that. Maybe he did, maybe he didn't. I, I I don't know. And nor do I really care if he did or not. Uh, because I think we all are expecting big things of Seth Jarvis and and yeah, Spirit Cut Yemi as well. You know, we talked about that in uh previous episodes as well of him, you know, stepping up, having that bigger role, getting comfortable in it, making up ground in his development and getting comfortable. And I, I agree wholeheartedly that we're going to see, you know, really good year from him. And, you know, with Seth Jarvis, you know, obviously he's talking about, you know, breaking summer habits and stuff like that. That's stuff you expect, you know, regardless of the sport, whether it's uh, hockey, basketball, football, whatever. You know, as soon as training camp starts, you know, you're going to be expecting, you know, some of those bad habits to start rearing their ugly heads. And, and I think, you know, as, you know, their careers progress, you know, a guy like Seth Jarvis, yeah, spirit cutting. I mean, you know, these younger guys, whenever you know they get older and they find themselves in, you know, Sebastian Ajo, you know, he's been around for a while. Yeah, you know, Rod Brandmore said yesterday he's a veteran player. And then, you know, you look, you know, even older, you know, uh, Jordan Stahl, Brent Burns, Paul Statson, you know, those guys, yeah, you know, they've really been around. I really think you know, they won't have to worry about, um, you know, some of those bad habits, you know, they'll be better about it. You know, Seth Jarvis, you know, 20 years old andre svechikov you know while we haven't heard from him you know as far as that stuff you know 21 years old you know these guys in their early 20s you know as time goes on yeah i feel they'll 
they'll break those habits, you know? And, you know, a very tell, uh, thing I found uh, very interesting in, in what he had to say today was talking about his rehab, you know, having ha dealt with concussions myself in the past, uh, it can be a pain. It, it really can be a pain, you know, trying to come back from those and how he was here, you know, uh, late uh, or past, you know, when everyone else left. And then, you know, you know, that when he went home and then like tried to go to the gym and everything was just too loud. Like I get that. I've been there. It ain't fun. And just how he dealt with his rehabbing of it, maybe not going the way he planned. That was very interesting. Obviously you know, he's fine now, um, but it is very, it's just one of those things, you know, the curtain gets peeled back a little bit and you, and you hear about, you know, okay, yeah, this rehab you know, didn't go as well as, you know, he had maybe initially expected. Again, yeah, it's obviously you know, very young. You know, maybe I don't know if he's you know, dealt with stuff like that in the past. Um, but, you know, it's always very interesting to see, again, when that curtain gets peeled back and you're like, oh, this, he didn't really have a good rehab. That was, and, and again, you know, I appreciate his honesty. You know, uh, you talked about that, you know, with Ryan Dezingle, you know, following day one, he was very honest and, you know, he didn't sugarcoat things and, you know, he's, and then, you know, Calvin DeHaan as well, you know, while we didn't hear from, you know, read, you know, what he had to say again, just very honest in, you know, what they're having to say. And I do greatly appreciate that. They're not just, giving us the run of the mill type stuff and stuff you expect to hear and, and stuff like that. I really appreciate that. I really, really do. And I think that, you know, as you, something like that, especially you know, from a guy like Seth Jarvis, younger than me, young, younger than probably a lot of you guys listening. And the fact that he can be, that open honest in his career now 10 years from now you know the type of you know player and off ice presence you know he's going to be i think yeah while it may seem very very uh unimportant or, or whatever you know it's just talking about his rehab from summer but yeah he's so young right now and he's you know you know, carrying himself, you know, that way and being honest and, you know, like, yeah, it didn't go the way I wanted it to. Yeah. You know, I, I appreciate that. I really, really do. And you talk about veterans and whatnot, Seth Jarvis, um, obviously, you know, complete opposite end of it, you know, entering his second season, not even 21 years old, Rod Brendamore, veteran of the game, a Jack Adams winning head coach. And we all know his accolades. We also got to hear from him this afternoon or this morning rather but this is what we had to hear from rod brenner following day three of carolina hurricanes training camp you like the way everything's kind of sliding into place in the first three days or just well, i mean it's yeah it's it's training camp you know it's, you're trying to just get everything in introduce every little thing that's um you know, the way the schedule is set up, it's kind of nice because we do have five or six practices before we actually play a game. So you 
you can kind of introduce everything and then you get the game and then you start working off the games that you play and um you know go from there so it's it's been going fine you've seen dylan a little bit now you know in person what are your first thoughts on him um but it looks fine. I mean, it looks good. It's, it's again. I don't. I don't make any assessment in watching practice. It's just like let's see what what this is about. Them getting the in, it, it, understanding how we want to play, and then then go play. You know. Um, but I mean, if you're asking me what I see in practice, everybody looks good. I'm assuming this group is a little easier to show them what you want to do. Yeah. Than the, than the second yep. group. The other one is a little tougher. <laughs> a lot of it, mostly because there's got a lot of guys in there that don't speak English. So that's a huge. You know, when you're doing systems number one and then you try to explain it that that makes it harder and new new concepts new drills they're just you know it's a little tougher but that's part of it do you have an interpreter <laughs> well, well we, we usually have a few guys that can help out we're, we're lucky in that you know for the russians the, we have the panorama speaks english so he's he's helpful um so, but it doesn't really help at the, at the time, you know. I mean, he can get to them later, but it is what it is. And that things can change, especially with your lines and everything. But are you kind of looking at Stastny as taking that Nino slot, or maybe? I mean, uh, is there, that's an option. I mean, I know he can, I know he can play center, so I don't need to see him at center. So just kind of just see if that's if that's a good fit. If not, we got we got other good options too. So it'll change as we move along. I know you like to you know, use right-handed, left-handed guys and be able to switch them out on face-offs, maybe not as many options this year? Yeah, we don't, we potentially don't have a, uh, you know, uh, if, we, if we end up using Stash in the center, then we probably wouldn't have a right-handed option. But I, I, I mean, we have Stepper here, um, you know, um, that's all going to work itself out. And we got other guys that we can use to take face-offs that just aren't centermen. So I, I'm not as concerned with that. Do you see Natris and Jarvis doing that? That's what I'm saying. Those yeah. those guys can play center if we had to or take face-offs. Um, so that'll all take care of itself once we, we get moving along. All right. Thanks, Ryan. Yeah, so yeah, today you know, not as much to hear from yeah, as opposed to yesterday when there's a lot to dissect uh, following you know, what Rod had to say but yeah you know, still some really good things you know to hear from rod today he's finally getting a chance to see Gil- dylan Coglin play you know, he looks good yeah you know, one thing you know, i do think is always very important is that everyone's going to look good in practice you, know, you can't really make any true assessments right now until you see these guys get out and play a game and then you know as rod said you know then you can start to build off of those games and teach off of those games. I think that is going to be really important. Again, you know, like you said, everyone looks good in practice. Um, you know, one thing you know, we talked about, you know, in the previous episode was uh, how, you know, the groups are divided up. You know, the first group is uh, mostly veterans. So that's a easier group. You know, they can pick things up a bit better and, you know, uh, they understand the concepts and whatnot, especially you know, in that first group. A lot of you know guys that are already on the team and literally know those concepts and whatnot, uh, you know, already knowing that stuff. And then the second group, while you know, he did say you know, yesterday that you know they're picking things up really well and whatnot. The thing you know he did mention you know, is uh, uh, a lot of those guys don't speak English and that can be a challenge for them. And that's something that you know I think you know coaches you know. 
don't necessarily get enough credit for uh, in, in that you know some of these guys don't speak English. You know, obviously Rod Brennamore, uh, of course, you know, he's the coach you know, we're talking about right now, but coaches you across know, the league and other leagues as well, you know, kind of uh, finding that and, you know, getting that interpreter out there and helping things uh with that i think that's something that a lot of coaches don't necessarily get enough credit for but ultimately you know we just kind of gotta wait and see again everyone looks good in practice and you know gotta wait for that game you know a thing you know that rod mentioned was that they have like uh several practices before they play a game and i think that'll be very beneficial to everyone the veterans shaking off you know summer rust young guys also summer rust as well as having time to learn these concepts learn these plays learn what rod is expecting from them i think that that is i, I think that's going to be an underrated uh thing that is going to be helping all of these guys guys that make the team guys that don't make the team all of it i think that's really going to help them in this preseason and you know, I like that. Uh, I believe it was Chip Alexander, you know, asked him, you know, could we see Paul Statsy slotting into that Nino role? And I think that's you know, something that a lot of folks, you know, kind of thought, you know, we'd be expecting. Rod, you know, said that, you know, we very well could see that. You know, we maybe could see him because, uh, you know, we don't necessarily see him. Ha- we know he can play center. That's not something we're worried or he's worried about, you know? And, you know, you have, you know, guys that can, you know, also, you know, take, you know, that take those faceoffs. You know, like Derek Stepan, you know, he's back. Uh, he's a guy, you know, I do think, you know, we could potentially see him getting a contract uh, like Calvin DeHaan. I really do think, you know, those two uh, guys will get themselves contracts as well as Seth Jarvis, Martin Natchez, uh, guys that, you know, not necessarily center, but can, you know, take faceoffs. I, I think, you know, they're, they're well-rounded in that regard. And, you know, uh, a thing, you know, as he mentioned, you know, things can change as time goes on because, you know, you do have those other guys there that could potentially, you know, be slotting into that role. But again, it's just something that we're just going to have to wait and see, you know, and there's a lot of, it's a lot of training camp left. There's preseason and you know roster cuts are gonna be happening uh, before we know it and you know we'll just have to wait and see you know what happens and i i do think that again you can't really make a real assessment at practice because again everyone is going to look good in practice for the most part you know probably some bad summer habits like seth jarvis mentioned uh, you know, shaking those things off, but you know, aside from those, you know, you know, be a, everyone's gonna look good, and I think that we're gonna get our real first, real first look at what we're gonna be working with, you know, come uh, first preseason game. I think it's shoot, I think it's Monday. Is it Monday, guys? It's the first preseason game Monday. Or is it Tuesday? It, it, it's next week. That I know for a fact. I know it is next week. So let's see. We are Tuesday. It's Tuesday the 27th is the Hurricanes' first preseason game. It is against the Tampa Bay Lightning. 
So again, we still got several days, you know, in practices before uh, thing before we can really get our first. Like, I don't know if we'll have any roster cuts between now and then. I don't know. Maybe we will. Maybe we won't. I'm not 100 percent sure. Uh, but ultimately, you know, I, I'm liking what I'm hearing from Seth Jarvis. He's, you know, again, he's very honest with us. Uh, as far as you know what he had to say you know as far as his rehab i do really appreciate that i think again while it may seem very small right now i think you know something like that something as small as that can really i think it's going to bode well for his career of the way his honesty and whatnot you know that's just with the media think about you know in the locker room like hey you know we didn't you know maybe call out you know like you know, some bad plays or whatnot. You know, I, I appreciate something like that. I think, you know, that'll, I think that'll be good for him. And then, of course, Rod Brindamore, you know, he's said it, you know, several times. You can't really make a real assessment right now as far as, you know, what, you know, who's good, who's bad, who's going to make the team, who's not going to make the team. Yeah, he said, it, you know, following yesterday that nobody has made the team and nobody has not made the team. And, yeah, again, before we know, those roster cuts will be happening and I'm very excited to see just how things will shake out. You know, uh, you know, the stats need debate. You know, a lot of people, you know, slotting him in there, but you know, maybe things change up. I don't know that's just something we're going to have to wait and see as time goes on. But in the meantime, make sure you're following locked on hurricanes on Twitter and Instagram at LO underscore hurricanes myself on Twitter at Jared Ellis underscore 96. And I will talk to you guys in the next episode.